Welcome to the SauceCast. Welcome back, everyone. We are continuing our series on uh, my testimony, where we have different people come in and just talk a little bit about their story, where they came from, how they got here, and kind of what God's been doing in their life. Um, and this week, we have a special guest, someone that's very dear to my heart, is uh, Sherry Martin. Hey, Misael. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I uh, invited Sherry to uh, just kind of talk about her story and let, let people in on how she got here and how she became the awesome person that she is. Wow, that's that's a big <laughs> intro. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so let's start there. Like, wow. Uh, Tell us a little bit about, you know, where things started for you, how, how you grew up, if you grew up in a faith-filled home, or was it yeah. a little crazy like some people's homes? Or I think yeah. everybody's home is crazy. Yeah, I think it was a little <laughs> bit of both. It was a little bit of faith and a little bit of crazy. Um, when I was very young, my mom was Catholic and my dad was uh, Christian. So yep. I did every other Sunday. Oh, so nice. every other Sunday yeah. I went to the Catholic church and every other Sunday I went to a Baptist church. And then my parents didn't really want to make that decision, but I just gravitated a little bit more towards my dad's church. Yep. I, I don't know if it was more kids there. I, I don't remember actually. But I did go to church until about the age of 10 or 11. Then my parents moved back to Portugal and they had a really hard time finding a home church there. So we kind of just all dropped off mm. from going to church. Um, then fast forward a whole bunch of years, I ended up moving back here on my own when I was about 20 years old. And like church wasn't even in my mind. I just came because I wanted to be independent, live yeah. an independent life, you know, be a strong, independent Portuguese woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, eventually I... Uh, got married and had a couple of kids that are amazing, by the way, as you know. They are. <laughs> and then um, my my marriage failed, and I, at that point, was still not going to church. But I did meet Noah, who's now my husband, who wasn't at the time. His parents were Christian, so when we started dating. Um, they had invited us a few times to church and that's kind of how I yeah. ended up getting back into church. Church. Awesome. So sounds like it was uh kind of Noah who almost reminded you or Noah's family kind of almost reminded you of your faith. Yeah. So we dated for like five years, but like he wasn't saved and I wasn't, we, neither one of us went to church. Yeah. His, uh, his parents, his dad was pretty involved in the church and he every once in a while would like share a Jesus story with us. And we, you know, thought, Oh, that's cool. You know, but yeah. it didn't really do register, anything. Yeah. Like it didn't really register. And then our relationship really started to kind of, we, we, we pretty much struggled from the beginning, to be honest. Like he lived his own kind of like an independent person. And I was an independent person mm -hmm. 
And so there really wasn't much of a relationship. It was just kind of like two independent people kind of. Yeah. Commingling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, eventually that relationship just kept on getting worse. And, you know, I had been married and divorce obviously isn't easy on the kids. And now they were in this other relationship yeah. with this other person that they'd grown attached to. And I just didn't want to put him through that loss again. So it really was like kind of like my Hail Mary. It was like the in a last ditch effort to try to salvage things. Mm-hmm. I talked to his dad and I said, hey, you know, I think I'm going to go to church with you guys. And Noah was a little bit reluctant at first, but yeah. he did end up going. And um, I don't really know exactly what happened but I had it was just like when I we went with his parents and when I at the end of service it kind of just felt like this strange feeling of like going back to someplace familiar like almost like being home again Mm -hmm. and at the time I really couldn't understand what that was uh, but it just left this desire to keep going to church so our relationship ended up falling apart anyway but I kept on going to church and I remember the day that we actually uh, broke up, I remember I was sitting on my stairs and it's funny because you think that you have to sometimes be in a church building to get saved. I was so not in a church building. Yeah. I was sitting on the stairs in my, li- in my living room and he was packing his bags. We had decided that it was best to part ways. And um, as he walked out the door, I just remember sitting there and thinking, wow, here, here we go again. Like my kids are going to be so heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, how, I, how old were they at that time? They were, uh, five and seven. Yeah. So a lot for a five and seven. Yeah. To deal with five and seven, six, eight, something like that. Uh, so they knew, you know, they, yeah. they knew that he was not going to be there. It wasn't like they were like tiny, tiny and weren't yeah. going to miss him. So I really found myself in this place uh where I just felt like I had failed in all in all areas of life like mm. I, I had failed as a wife previously now in this relationship now I'd failed as a mom um and I just ended up really like isolating myself from the world like mm. to me relationships were something that it was way too much risk and no reward yeah so I became kind of a hermit. It was just like me and the kids in our own little world. Um, and even at that point, I kind of was even afraid of having a real relationship with Jesus because I'm like, how is this going to be any different from any yeah. of the other relationships yeah, you, I've experienced? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that day when he he left, I remember thinking all those crazy things and saying like, wow, if if a relationship with you is going to be different then i need you to i need you to show me that now hmm. and i don't i don't know what it was but i knew in that moment my my father-in-law had given me a bible and i had placed it on the coffee table and i was literally crying out to god i re- really felt like i don't know like to be honest like i didn't even know if if i wanted to wake up tomorrow and be that much of a like my life be that much of an epic fail. Yeah. And so I just was crying out and saying like, God, if you're real and a relation and if you're real and you are full of love, like I hear, then now would be the time to let me know that. Yeah. Like it's pretty much now or never. 
<laughs> it was it, it was now. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. I can't really explain it. Um, I just knew that from that moment on, I would never, ever, ever be alone again. Like I, I would, I knew in my heart that I would never feel lonely ever again. And that, awesome. that love I'd been seeking from whatever relationships they were, that kind of love, he was the only one who could give it to me. Yeah. And it was amazing. It's still amazing. Yeah. I'm still more in love with him than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome too. Like that, that a lot of people's stories are like that. You get to that place of like. It's either this or nothing. Yeah. You know, and I think God, I mean, sounds like you're a little stubborn like I am. Very. So he probably put you in that little corner where it was like, I need, yeah, I need an out. Yeah. You know, and I, I've, I can relate to that because I've been in those situations where if I left to my own devices, I would have found a different way to do things. Oh, yeah. So it was like almost like you only have one option. It's me. Yeah. And you kind of like. All right, uh, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> and I think he likes that. And then he just—that's when he shows his power. And then, like a little bit of what you said after was, you found that in in, in Jesus, you found what you were missing. Yeah, and that unlocks the possibility to have meaningful relationships after. Right, because now you're no longer depending on those people. Yeah, to fill that kind of void that you have. Yeah. When now you're kind of like in a better place, so like I guess just just to follow up on that, like how so that happens. How long after that was it that you and Noah kind of like? So it was kind of crazy. This is a crazy story because um, so we broke up. I pretty much got saved on my stairs, which was funny because I went. I reached for that Bible that I had seen when I was sitting on the stairs mm -hmm. after I had that feeling like God was telling me, I love you the way you need to be loved. It's me you're searching for. Yeah. I went and grabbed the Bible and my father-in-law being amazing as he is, he had tucked in a laminated prayer of salvation in the Bible. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I like so, him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty incredible. And so I kind of read it out loud, not even knowing yeah. what I was really doing, you know. And I just, I got saved on my stairs and my life was never the same after that. And I didn't know at all, but the following week, Noah went to church and got saved too. Oh, wow. Look at that. But we didn't know that what had happened to each other. And we didn't talk for eight months after that. Oh, wow. Like we were just like. Yeah. You had to figure, figure yourselves out. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't even know. And I was like, thought I was done with him really. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm done with relationships. I just want to. Me, the kids, and Jesus, that's all I need. He's, you know, he's my boo now. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> um, and then eight months later, uh, God's funny that way. He, it was full circle. He brought us back together. And it was so crazy. And you just said, like, sometimes we need it to be done a certain way just so, because otherwise we'll just keep trying we'll, it. We'll in mess our own, it up. Yeah, we'll just keep messing it up. <laughs> or it's like, you know he really did it in a way that would leave kind of no room for doubt for me. Mm. So we end up going full circle and everything is the same, right? So it's like every vari variable in the equation was the same. It was still me. It was still Noah. We moved back into the same house that we lived in. We still had the same two kids, the same two jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and it was so different. The only, there was one thing at the center of that that changed it all, and it was Jesus. Awesome. So it's, like, so crazy that you think, like, like it has your whole life has to change. Everything has to be different. It's, like, we had pretty much the same elements, but we were doing it without Jesus, and we 
failed at it, but then you insert Jesus into this hot mess and all of a sudden it became yeah. like a successful family, yeah. you know, it's just, and that's, that, that's only- the power, like that's the power of uh, a testimony. And that's why we're doing this because say what you want about whether you believe in God yeah. or not. Like you can't refute that. You can't, you know, like you had the situation before. Yeah. Same situation. You insert Jesus. Yeah. And now it's, it's, it's a beautiful thriving thing. Yeah. Not perfect because there's no right, such thing right. as perfect, but it's working. Right. And I think, you know, that right there has power because, you know, whether you believe the rest of it or you yeah. have your doubts, cause everyone has doubts. When you, when you hear a story like that, it almost puts a little bit of like a, a fire in you because it's like, wow, like sure does. that's, that's proof there that, yeah. you know, it works. Yeah. And, you know, I'm kind of pig-headed, so if any one of those elements had been different, then I would have been like, oh, maybe it wasn't Jesus. Maybe it was because... I changed my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happier because I got a new job. So he was like, no, no, no. Everything's the same. Yeah. It's just me. Because I love you. I'm going to make sure there's no doubt in your mind. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think, um, like, when I hear your story, um, and then obviously because I know you, I know your kids, like you mentioned earlier, your kids are awesome. I think even that's a testimony because... I think oh, yeah. you could have gotten in your own head and, and like you said, you felt like you were failing at everything. Um, and then fast forward to now and, you know, I, I've i met your kids. I've been around your kids a lot and I see them and they are like just amazing human beings. And Thank you. It's, it's, again, you can you can take credit or you could say like God was in the middle of that as well. Yeah, because, for sure. you know, had you not gotten saved, who knows, you know, what what they might have turned out like. But just, I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything that sticks out to you from the time you got saved that maybe you remember having moments where, it, like, you knew, like, God was in control of that? Yeah, for sure, especially with the kids. Um, you know, that was something I didn't really – that was like um, – it wasn't like an instantaneous, like an all of a sudden kind of change, you yeah. know, like I didn't, ex- I didn't have that. I didn't experience that. Some people do. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I experienced more of this like subtle, small step-by-step kind of transformation. Like yeah. And uh, so I was in my head for a long time with the kids. I'm like, oh man, I, you know, I messed up my kids, you know, I was like, they're going to need <laughs> therapy because of me. Uh <laughs> They did. They found it at the church, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's funny. That's a normal, as a parent, yeah, that's a, it's normal a normal parent response. thing. Because every day you look at them like, God, yeah. did I ruin them? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and left to left to my own devices, I probably would have ruined them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But I remember, like, even in that eight-month gap when uh, we weren't together, yep. uh, I was just like, you know, I was saved and I was on fire. I was brand new. Like, I, I believed, like, with Jesus, I could do anything. Yeah. But uh, I think the area that I had the most uh, trouble releasing faith into really was with my kids. Mm. You know, I was like, okay, God, you got it all, but I'm, I, got, I got them. I got the kids. I'll you know? take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember a couple of times uh, vividly that I was like sitting on the couch and, you know, of course they would miss him and they'd be sad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just be sitting there and just ask I would ask God, you know, you, you have to comfort them. Yeah. Like if you comforted me, they're way better people than I am. Like if you did it for me and I'm a hot mess and undeserving, mm-hmm. they're just innocent children Kids, in this. Yeah. Like you, you have to comfort them. 
and it, it was crazy. It was like minutes and they were like laughing and smiling. Mm. It was that's so awesome. Yeah, it was it was a miracle really so to see awesome. that. Yeah. So uh, I really it's kind of I do like to share this story sometimes because um you know, I don't like to even use the word single parent because I was a single parent, but it's I wasn't a single parent. Mm. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was co-parenting with the best father in the world. Yeah, that's good. You know? That's so good. So. That's uh, it. And that's a great mindset. You know, we have a lot of single parents yeah. in our church. And if you have that mindset where you're not doing it alone, I mean, physically you are, but you have the emotional support that comes from having, the, like you said, the best father. Yeah. Um, And I think part of that is trusting, trusting God that God's going to put the right people in place to help you yeah um and i'm sure you've had those people uh, you know that surrounded your kids and yep. loved them and you know Noah's a perfect example you know he came in and i actually when i met you guys it was because of my wife yeah and i remember seeing you guys around and i remember she was the one who told me that Noah wasn't their actual father and i was yeah. like what do you mean no like it didn't but it's just because of how noah is and and it's so beautiful when i, I love seeing that when yeah. you know people raise you know these kids and yep. you know he loves them like if they were their own i i, I can see that yeah you know? he sure I'm does i'm sure you see it more yeah. but I, I just from the outside i can see that and i think that's that right there is is being christ-like <laughs> yeah that that was yeah jesus did some overtime on us for sure yeah like there was a lot of uh we there's no explanation you just we just couldn't we just couldn't have made this family work without 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 jesus it's just it's just impossible and i think you could say that forever you can't make a family work without it because i'm not yeah a great father if i don't you know have the holy spirit yeah you know there's days i wake up and i have to pray that prayer like yeah like let me be the best father today yep because left like you said left to our own devices yeah we're selfish in nature and a selfish person doesn't make a good father, doesn't yeah. make a good husband, doesn't make a good friend. Yeah. So. Or a good wife. Or a good wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So, um, just, yeah, so, the, like, the goal of this little series we're doing is just to have people's testimonies, um, really encourage people, you know, give them hope, give them, you know, positive, you know, when, when they're feeling down. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess just to wrap up, if you kind of looked at your life, because, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Hmm. If you looked at your life, what were some of the biggest, I guess, in, in those different, you can pick, I don't know, in those different uh, seasons, what were some of the biggest life lessons that you got from your particular journey? Well, I think the biggest thing that I've learned throughout my salvation is... Uh, it was just like perseverance, really. Like nothing, I said this before while we were chatting, but um, I didn't experience anything um, suddenly. Mm, yeah. You know, I didn't experience anything suddenly. I was really depressed for a long time. And, you know, I was set free and I was healed from depression, but it wasn't suddenly, mm. you know. It was just like, you just keep on persisting and keep on believing. And like, you know, we had Noah and I had been together before and there was some hurts from that 
yeah. from before we got saved, you know? And it wasn't like all of a sudden we were like the happiest couple in the world. You know, yeah. we had to work on that. Like my kids went through some things. They had to work on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just knowing for me, uh, it was throughout the years, I just learned that um, if you if you don't see something happening right away, it's not that God isn't working. Mm. It, he's he's working. Yeah. Just it just, it, it, yeah. he's not slow. We are, you know, he's doing what he's, he's doing the things that he promises to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're just a little slow catching up. Yeah. So, um, I sometimes was like, gosh, am I going to have to wait for you 10 years or so this many years before mm-hmm. I, I see breakthrough. Yeah. And I sometimes would hear a little whisper he's of like, you know, I, you're not waiting for me. I'm waiting for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm so already good. here waiting for you. And sometimes it's, it's our it's our own yeah uh, it's our own fault where yeah. we're slowing down the process yeah. you know like I was just uh, I was doing a devotional and and the the person that that wrote it had mentioned Joseph um, and I'd never you know I grew up in church I've read the Joseph story a million times watched the movie yeah everything and I never had this perspective he said that um, Joseph's path to becoming second in command of Egypt could have been shorter had he not been arrogant about his dreams. I think we're all like that. Like, I think all our paths could have been shorter. Sure. <laughs> I mean, the I whole Bible would have been shorter. It would have been just, just like three books. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. So it's, it's amazing that you say that because I think a lot of people do get discouraged. I'm the type of person I don't, you know, I like those stories when you hear them, like people having these radical but yeah. I think for the for the majority of people, they are discouraging because that's not their reality. That's yeah. not what they're seeing. They are having uh, moments where they take, you know, two steps back. Yep. And they're like, oh, I'm the worst. I, yeah. I, didn't, I'm, I, I wanted to stop doing that. And here I yeah. am again. And I think it's important for people to know that doesn't mean that God's not working on you. It's just it's a it's a progression. It is. And you you got to kind of just keep chugging away at it and. Before you know it, you'll 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 look back and say, "Oh my gosh, how did I get this far?" Yeah, and I think it's important too. Another thing I learned really was uh, just making sure and like celebrating the the small wins yes. along the way. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes we just wait for those like big bang moments of God, you know, the big like yeah booms, and you kind of miss all the beautiful little things that He does for you every day, the yeah. small little victories that He brings you. So I try to like I love to journal. Mm. so i just try to journal like the small little wins and on those days where i'm like what is happening like a whole lot of nothing i'll just like to go back in those in those journals and Mm. just remember the small victories and celebrate them really yeah encourages me that's awesome so it was awesome having you it was great being here thank you your story yeah um so yeah if you love this share it with someone encourage someone Uh, I think a lot of people can benefit from hearing uh, other people's stories and other people's testimonies um, so they can see that God is working um, in our midst. So see you next week. Thank you, Sherry. You're welcome. Thank you. See you guys.